Welcome, all you math-minded teachers, to the Math-Minded Teachers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Skierski from RethinkMathTeacher.com, a podcast, website, series of online courses, and a Facebook group dedicated to helping you reach all your students through quality instruction, differentiation, remediation, and effective classroom management. This is episode 11, Seven Reasons You Should Differentiate with Learning Stations. So real fast, when we talk about differentiation, we're not talking about everybody doing the same work but a different way. So one person's online and one person's working with a teacher and one person's on a worksheet. We're talking about remediated or accelerated differentiation where we recognize that all the students in the class don't have the same needs and abilities. Some students work slower than others. Some students have not grasped certain concepts that they need to do the grade level work. Some students are advanced and they already know this and they need to be pushed on. So we can differentiate our instruction so that we can accommodate all these students. So the first reason you should differentiate your instruction with a learning station or with learning stations is so that you can remediate your lowest students. So think about the lowest students in your class, like visualize who that person is and what his or her struggles are. These students are often at least a full grade behind the majority of the class. They often lack the basic skills required to do the grade level work that you're presenting to your students. And they don't understand what you're saying because they haven't mastered the concepts that you're even talking about that they need to know how to do to do the grade level work. Also, these students usually work slower than the rest of the class, and they require more practice than most to master a concept. This is part of the reason they're behind. Their previous teachers did not give them the time and repetitions that they needed to master the skills they were working on. Instead, they focused on whole group instruction and drug them from one concept to the next before they were ready. But you can differentiate, differentiate your instruction and target these students. You can give them the practice and support they need. And by doing so, you will give them real growth. As they master prerequisite skills missed in previous grades, they will gain confidence and strive to do better. I've had many students come to me years behind their peers and quickly get caught up by the end of the year simply because I targeted prerequisite skills. I gave them sufficient time and practice. I didn't penalize them when they struggled and I celebrated their success. The second reason you should use learning stations is you can accelerate your stronger students. Some students work faster than the rest of the class. They grasp things quicker and they master it with fewer repetitions. These are called naturals. All of us are naturals at something, being able to make quick sense of a task or skill that others consider difficult. And for some of us, that something is math. Your advanced students often get penalized for moving quicker. Some teachers give them busy work when finished. Others force them to help their peers or tell them just to sit there quietly until the rest of the class is caught up to them. These students are often forced to work on the same skill for many days, though they don't need it. They're ready to move on. Instead, you can challenge these students and allow them to grow and reach their full potential. Skills-based learning stations let you differentiate your instruction so that your stronger students can move on to the next skill and the next without penalizing anyone else in the class. The third reason you should use skills-based learning stations is that it will reduce behavior issues. Think about the two students we've talked about so far in this podcast episode. The first, who's very far behind his peers, and the second, who works much faster than them. 
The first student has to sit there and listen to his teacher drone on about things he doesn't understand while he's forced to attempt work that doesn't make sense to him. Of course his mind wanders. He looks around the room looking for something to occupy his attention or he talks to his neighbor. He gets in trouble and is reprimanded to do his work which he doesn't understand and cannot do which only causes him to get into greater trouble and be more discouraged. Similar issues can be found for the advanced student who's bored or finished with his work and has nothing to do. Both of these students are less likely to get in trouble simply by being given work that's on their grade level or that's on their level and challenging them. I once had a student who got into trouble in all her classes. She was a constant discipline issue for the majority of her teachers and math was her least favorite subject. But when she finally mastered her first learning station and got an A on her test, she cried. We called home together to celebrate her success. And I never had an issue with that student from that point on. She was given hope that she could be successful and she ambitiously tackled the next skill and the next. I never had to send her out of the room or write her up or give her a detention. In fact, other teachers would send her to me when she was misbehaving in their class. And what did she do when she got there? Start working on the next skill. Why? Because she was ready to have success once again. The fourth reason you should differentiate with skills-based learning stations is that this allows students the time they need to master a concept. We've already addressed the fact that students learn things at different paces. In the traditional classroom with whole group instruction, it does not accommodate such differences. Everyone's paced together and if you can't keep up, you get left behind. But when students are put in a skills-based learning station, they stay in that station until they master the concept. So if they need more time than most, it's given to them without consequence. And if they need more practice than the average student, they can easily find that too. What happens if they really take a long time? I once had a student who took weeks before she finally mastered her first concept. It took her so long to finally grasp the skill that I almost gave up. But one day, it finally clicked and she mastered that skill. And that success led to more success and she quickly caught back up with other students. If someone's taking a long time, that's okay. Continue to accommodate them, give them extra support, and don't give up on the process. Skills-based learning stations, this process, it makes sense. It does not make sense to move your student from one skill to the next even though they're not ready. The fifth reason is that you avoid penalizing students for making mistakes. In the traditional classroom, what happens when a student makes a mistake on a worksheet or a test? They get it wrong, they lose points, and then they move on to the next skill. Soon, they might be afraid to make a mistake. But mistakes are part of the learning process. Mistakes are great teachers, so don't penalize students for making them. In a skills-based learning station, when a student makes a mistake, he's quickly shown that mistake through immediate feedback and he can learn from it. And there's no need for penalization because he can stay in that station working on that skill until he masters it and it's not to the detriment of anyone else in the class. The sixth reason, you get to celebrate student success. We rarely celebrate our students' academic success, especially not the little successes, but those are important. Learning your times tables, that's a big deal. It sets you up for success for the rest of your academic career, and there are hundreds of other, other concepts just like it that we should celebrate. With skills-based learning stations, it's obvious when a student has mastered a skill, so it's easy to celebrate their success, and when you do, your students will respond accordingly 
and desire more success, which will promote growth and reduce discipline issues. The seventh reason is data. As your students master skills and you celebrate it, data tracking is automatic. I had pennants all over my room for each skill that students had mastered, so data collection was occurring naturally and my administrators loved seeing it. So how this data was driving my instruction. You should begin skills-based learning stations today. They're perfect for every math class and they will lead to great growth amongst your students. If you would like a free resource to help you get started, I have a cheat sheet at rethinkmathteacher.com slash learning stations. This PDF has nine resources that will help you deepen your understanding and get started with learning stations. Want to go deeper or go quicker? Then download the book, reach them all. It's a digital download that you can buy at rethinkmathteacher.com slash reach them all. Or you can go in the online course, How to Create and Implement Learning Stations. When you do, you get a free digital copy of the book. Thank you guys for listening. I hope to see you in the next episode.